members of the OG Army. Get those wallets unfolded. Coming up next on the other ground live stage, prepare for an eargasm by Passive J and Big Dalton. Well, good afternoon and welcome to yet another edition of Other Ground Live. I'm Passive J. That's Big Dalton over there. Say hello, Ryan. Ladies and gentlemen, it is July the 6th. It is a Monday and RIP Charlie Daniels. Ah, very sad. I don't know who that is. Uh, I see the OG armies forming up in the chat box. Always glad to see you guys here. Uh, so who is Charlie Daniels? Ever heard the song Devil Went Down to Georgia? Oh, that's him? I figured that. Yeah. Uh, wow. I figured whoever wrote that was long dead. No, no, that's him. And, and he is now dead. <laughs> so I wasn't far off. Wonder if he's ever written anything else in his life. Uh, well, I'm I mean, sure obviously, there's other things I, I don't necessarily know. Yeah, I meant I, I obviously I should have said uh, other things that uh, were known. I'm sure the man wrote quite a few things, uh, which leads me into my very first topic. I've got one right off the bat. <clears throat> I read an article today uh, about songs that uh, paid for people's careers. Uh, which was kind of a misleading title because not all of them were like one hit wonders and shit like that. But it was giving examples of songs and uh, about how much money they made the person who wrote it or performed it and all that good shit. And some of them are pretty out. were not surprising. A couple of them were uh, like, for instance, a uh, pretty woman. Uh, I'm sure you're familiar with that. With Roy Orbison. Yeah. Yeah. I think well, everyone's uh, heard that at some point. Right, right, right. Well, it turns out he also wrote that of a gentleman named Bill Dees. And uh, so, obviously, Roy Orbison's passed away, and, you know, not too long after the uh, fucking song came out. Uh, uh, but so, but for some reason, so he didn't receive royalties from it, obviously. Uh, his so co-writer on there is Bill Dees nuts? Yeah. Well, Bill Dees apparently uh, uh, stated at one point he received about 100 to $2,000 a year from uh, the song. Just you know, use of rights and shit like that, and play in different stations and such. Oh snap! A grand a year. No, 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 no. I said uh, one hundred to two thousand hundred. Uh, one hundred thousand is two hundred thousand a year. Yeah, you definitely didn't say that, and you also flubbed it the second time. So we'll just go with that. <laughs> All right, damn, dude. Uh, okay. Secondly, uh, like Sting apparently makes about two thousand dollars a day for every breath you take. Uh, so and that's. How so and how many I, pennies does he make per breath? <laughs> well, and, and I think that's uh, in the article said that was just the radio and streaming service rights. Uh, so obviously commercial rights where it'd be more of the standby me guy probably made about $11 million off his song over the course of its life. Uh, and uh, yesterday by Paul McCarthy, this is like one of those ones that's obviously not a one hit wonder, but they estimate he's made $30 million just from that song. I don't know. I've never heard of Paul McCarthy. Paul 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 McCartney. Okay, that's a little better. Well, just a little bit, right? And there's and there's a couple few of them. Some of them are surprising, and some of them are not. Uh, uh, so, but uh, I, it's so it did kind of surprise me that people could make so much money off just one song. Well, when it gets played, you know, like 14 million times, it uh, it adds up. Yeah, <clears throat> and of course, if it's popular enough, um, there's everything from uh, commercial rights to sampling rights because other artists will sometimes sample your work and then they owe you money a a after a certain point. I think there's a 
like a certain amount of seconds that they can use without it being, you know, a, a copyright violation. And then they, after that, they have to go ask for permission. Yeah, I don't know a ton about all of the different rights of that sort of thing, but uh, yeah, I I completely understand. A super big hit pretty much makes you set for life. Yeah. Um, Unless you're Vanilla Ice. <laughs> and then Suge Knight holds you over a balcony and you sign off all of your rights. Oh, uh, is that why he's doing fucking home improvement shows and like 80s tours and shit like that? Did you never hear that story? I heard, I heard that he did that, but I never heard why. Yeah, I, I just yeah, thought so he, the, I assume there's something the, to it, but actual story. He's at like a, a get together or whatever, and Suge Knight is there, and Suge Knight and one of his uh, one of his homies grabbed Vanilla Ice, took him out to a fucking balcony, hung him by his ankles until he agreed to basically sign over all of the rights to uh, Ice Ice Baby. Hmm. As opposed to just say, okay, Suge, and then go to the cops. <laughs> That's He signed away millions and millions and millions of dollars. I guess he was afraid uh, he couldn't spend all that money if he was fucking dead. Yeah, it is kind of hard to, to spend your, your hard-earned money when you're you're no longer around. Yeah, yeah. But goddamn, dude, you, 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 I guess that's uh, Bill Ice's mistake for thinking he could hang out with gangsters and not have shit happen. Yeah, when you're the gimmicky white dude, you probably should not be around Suge Knight, being that yeah. you know he's in prison right now. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, and speaking of gimmicky white dudes, uh, that Takashi Six Nine guy put out yet another record, uh, excuse me, a single uh, the other day. Um, yeah, and I bet you it's absolutely fucking horrendous. I I haven't listened to it, and I have no intention to. I'm just amazed that it, there's no way he could actually be good. I I feel like I'm judging the guy just by looking at him, but when I look at him, I go, no, there's no way that po man possibly has an ounce of talent in his body. There's There's got to be some gimmick going on here, or like he's a popular ironically or some shit like that. No, he's absolutely fucking terrible. <laughs> well... But yeah, but he put out another single. Um, uh, I think right now it's, I don't know. Do you think that man's in danger for all this shit? Or was that basically a big ado about nothing? Does it make me a terrible person to say, God, I hope so? <laughs> kind of, kind of. But if you can roll with that, that's fine. It's not, there's worse things that you can uh, say. <laughs> but, but that's not great, obviously. Uh, I don't know. Uh, people all said, oh, they're going to get him. And, but I've also heard other people say the people that he was hanging with aren't, weren't really hardcore gangsters anyway. So, and like nobody that would risk going to jail for the rest of their life to take him out for the gang or some shit like that. I guess it depends on who you ask. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Um, all I know is all of his music is terrible. Kenner's <laughs> trying to get us to play it. Um, I don't know how quickly <laughs> I can make it into a sample. So we'll have to see. Well, I guess we can check that out. Why? There's, you know, why, why not? It's uh, not like we got anything better to do, right, guys? So we'll, we will subject ourselves to whatever the fuck that is for the show. Uh, yeah. So while yeah. I'm working on that, mm -hmm. how's your day going, Jay? You sound kind of low energy. Is something going oh, on? Oh, no. Fucking awesome day. It's my day off. So I've been sitting around all day doing fucking nothing. <laughs> Sounds sad, bro. No, I'm not sad. I'm fucking great. I'm, you know, I'm been smoking fucking pot all day so i'm higher than normal that might be it sorry sorry let me all right high energy jay all right so I, it was a great fucking day i sat around played video games hung out with my dogs 
uh, shot the shit with my wife for a while, and then she had to go do a dental appointment, which she seemed to be gone forever because she went and got her hair cut and all that good shit. It seems like forever because whenever she's gone, uh, my dogs go into sad dog mode. <laughs> when she's here, they want to play. They want people to throw things. They, you know, they're running back and forth. When she leaves, all they want to do is sit in your lap and mope. <laughs> and since I don't have room for both the dogs in my lap, it's uh, uh, an annoying experience whenever the wife leaves. All right, so I have it. Do we do we really want to do this? Sure, why not? Right? What's the worst that can happen? It's not like he's going to come through our speakers like some sort of evil heavy metal movie. All right, let me go ahead and I'm going to turn sample down a little bit so it doesn't blow my fucking eardrums. Let me know if it's too quiet. And All I can right. Raise it back up a little bit. Right, right. Um, let's see. Sampler thing that and this should be it up a little tad it's a little loud or a little soft it's it's a little soft not much just a little What about can you guys can you guys hear that okay? There you go, that's probably good. <laughs> okay, when's the actual song start? Wait, is this the dude? This isn't this can't this isn't the dude, right? No, apparently that is it. Apparently now he's doing Mexican music. But wait, wait, that was the dude? That was I that wasn't like a lead up chick and he's gonna start rapping in a second? No, it didn't sound that way. Um, oh fuck uh, me, dude. I'm not gonna keep I, listening I, to it because it's already making that, my head hurt. But that can't be try try a different one. Maybe that was just a really long lead in. There's no way that can be the rapper dude. Holy shit. Oh, that's absolutely him. Like, if you want, we can grab an actual like rap song because this is now his, you know, his him trying to be pitbull. Oh yeah, let's let's yeah. You know, let's hear some of his right. early work, you know. That we'll... well, before we do that, you're gonna have to we're gonna have to carry some stuff because I'm gonna have to find one and then I'm gonna have <clears> to, <throat> okay. you know, download it I can and all that fun shit. So what else is going on, Jay? Well, I saw oh we put the dog down. Now, all of a sudden she decides she wants to go from sitting sleepy mode to jumpy mode. Get up, you have to untangle her from the old headphone wire. All right. Well, I saw today that HBO is seriously considering doing a mini series about Jon Snow trying to bring Daenerys back to life. That sounds fucking stupid. I, I love Game of Thrones. Uh, <clears throat> I th but it's such an obvious ploy. The entire, oh, everyone hated the last season and the ending of Game of Thrones. Fuck. Uh, well, we can fix this and, and get a whole, make a whole bunch of money because everyone will watch. Uh, we're going to have to do a show about basically fixing all the shit that we fucked up on the last show. It'll probably Sorry, end up. I, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I good. really don't need game of the walking dead. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, obviously it can be done. Jon Snow was brought back himself. Uh, however, uh, that was relatively quickly. If he's going to go on this long quest to bring her back to life, I don't think it's going to be the same way. Otherwise she'll be kind of rotty and shit. Uh, but it is a world of magic in it, so I'm sure they will come up with some plausible, at least to them, uh, device to bring it about. 
All right. I, I don't necessarily know if I want to really do this, but but here we go. Got more Takashi six nine. Woo! I tell a nigga don't dick ride, don't blink ride, leave it to the double thick thighs, twin sisters. Drop it down and wobble wobble up, mommy boot it up, she get down and gobble gobble up, cause my money up. Slide slide in the belly trucker, the rape trucker, your bestie is a dick sucker, I big double, I salama lama like you big hater, you love me, I'm a chaser. Now we catch him at the chicken spot, up a couple chops, pop that nigga with a hundred shots, I got Okay, I'm good. <laughs> oh shit, that was fucking funny, dude. <laughs> so this is officially your new favorite rapper. So, uh, so that question has been answered. He is ironically famous. Obviously, everyone goes fucking. That's fucking hilarious, dude. Play it again. And his fucking you know Spotify money keeps on coming rolling in and shit. Wow, that's uh, that's certainly something. But, yeah, no. that is absolutely terrible. <laughs> well, moving on, what do you got, sir? Uh, so I know that you use Yahoo for news, but do you also use them for email? Yeah, sometimes. Well, did you hear that there's a, a Yahoo engineer that uh, broke into like 6,000 accounts looking for homemade porn? Oh, well, good for him. <laughs> I hope you find he got some no jail of time. mine. He got uh, he got five years of probation and some oh. like house arrest type stuff. But uh, yeah, broke into six thousand male users to uh, look for sexually explicit content. Well, Jesus Christ, how much sexually sexually explicit content are you really going to find? Do people really email their fucking porn back and forth anymore? I mean, isn't there easy ways to get easier ways to get the porn that you made to the person that you want to see it? Yeah, so that's why I'm kind of just, you know, assuming that's why he went through 6,000. It probably took that many to find anyone that still emails that shit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, holy shit. Um, but I guess maybe he, he just has particular fetishes. Because that way he knows it's authentic. Uh, yeah. Um, but five years of probation doesn't really seem like it's uh, enough for that sort of shit. A sort of shit, rather. Wow, I ran on his team halfway through the sentence. What do you think? You think that's a, an appropriate sentence? Uh, I don't know. Like, did he really hurt anyone? It's not like he, you know, stole a bunch of porn and then distributed it or anything else. Like, yeah, you're right. I guess there are levels to this thing. <laughs> fucking yawning, Jay. What the fuck? You smoked uh, yourself I, stupid today. I, apparently, I have. Tomorrow, I'll have to uh, lay off a little bit because I actually have tomorrow off for once. Uh, I've been getting too much overtime, apparently. Uh, so. They're going to have like one of the people who are not very good at the job uh, do it tomorrow because uh, uh, they don't want to pay me to do it again. <laughs> mm -hmm. They're trading yeah. your replacement, Jay. Watch nah. out. <laughs> no, there's not a pot. Okay. For one thing, one of the people uh, uh, that they have, they're using for covering part of my shift is basically a midget. She's a little old lady. Uh, she's got to be like four foot eight or something like that. Or you know, she's the smallest person I've, I, uh, by far that I run into on a regular basis. Uh, we have like a little step stool in the back closet for her, to, so she can get the shit that you know she normally wouldn't be able to get to, like the, our mailboxes and stuff like that. She can't really use the copy machine because it's too high. <laughs> well, somebody has to hire midgets. Yeah, I mean, she isn't technically a midget. I think midget's four foot and under, and she's over four foot, just not by a whole bunch. 
I thought it was like four ten and under or something like that. Is it four ten? I thought it was four foot and under. Uh, I I've never you know I guess I would have to look it up to be sure. Um, <clears throat> I'm gonna have to look now. Yeah, and I always thought it was four weird. Four ten that, inches or less. I was fucking well, you're spot right. on. Oh, yeah, I guess she is a fucking midget then, because she's got to be under four ten. Uh, so wow, I know a midget. That's crazy. <laughs> I and I, I, I and from what I understand, you're not supposed to call them midgets. Uh, the the thing is, they prefer to be called little people. And to me, that sounds way worse. You know, it's like you're not a regular person; you're a little person. You know, midget's just a word. It doesn't mean anything other than you know someone who's under four foot, you know, ten. Apparently, you know, little little person sounds like a fucking insult, really. Eh, it depends. I I think uh, it's up to them to figure out what they want to be offended by. Yeah, I, mean, I suppose. Not like a. Yeah. They're not really going to stand up to anything. <laughs> I can't remember who, but uh, someone used to do a whole bunch of a uh, whole routine about midget jokes, uh, and I can't remember any of them. It was, it was a good routine though. But nowadays, I don't think. He, and this wasn't that long ago that he was doing it, like four four or five years ago, because he was making fun of the uh, fact that you're not allowed to call midgets anymore. Uh, and now you couldn't even do those jokes, you know, in this environment. You can't call anybody anything that might be offensive to anyone. It's 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 not allowed. Uh, comedy is not an excuse anymore, apparently. Eh, people just need to get over their shit. If it's funny, yeah. it's fine. Yeah, uh, well, up to a point. There's, I get, I don't know. Although, you if it's know, funny, it's fine. Like rape is a terrible thing. There's some goddamn funny rape jokes, though. No, that is true. Um, <clears throat> and uh, well, like there's that entire uh, Ari Shafir thing. Uh, where you know, but to me that wasn't funny. That was didn't seem like a joke. That seemed like he that was him being an asshole as the joke. And to me, that's kind of a different thing. Yeah, it depends. Ari has some funny stuff. He also has some stuff that is just him being a dickhead. Right, but do you think it's okay for him to be a dickhead in the name of comedy like that? I mean, it's the attempt. It all comes from the same place. So again, you need to go back and watch the Patrice O'Neill interview with somebody on some lady on Fox News that wanted to be upset about a rape joke, and he explained it perfectly. Like it's just the fact that like a really funny joke and a joke that fucking bombs comes from the same place. It's the fucking attempt. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's true, uh, and that's the kind of the attitude that we need to have. Otherwise, there won't be any fucking comedy at one point because no. Everyone's going to be, uh, everyone's going to be afraid to say anything. And, uh, then all you'll end up with is ironically enough, Bill Cosby style humor where nothing was offensive to anybody because apparently he worked out those outlets and that worked out those problems through other outlets. <laughs> right. I would rather have my comics be, you know, absolutely, you know, terrible on stage as long as they're not, you know, drugging and raping women off stage. Rather than Bill Cosby to be America's dad and fucking roofing everyone he meets. <sighs> Which is such a weird thing, because obviously the dude could get, probably get laid all he wanted to through normal means. So obviously, uh, apparently it was some kind of fetish for him or something like that, I would imagine. Yeah, whatever it is, fuck him. He just needs to... We've talked about it. His days, he's, he's lived enough of them on this on this plane. Yep, yep, yeah. He'll just hang out in the prison for a couple more years and then shuffle off of this mortal coil. Yeah, I'm sure he doesn't have too much time left. Yep. 
Oh, let's see. Actually, I have a couple things. Did you see apparently a 16-year-old dude uh, stole Guy uh, Ferrari's Lambo? Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, and I, I should have read more about the thing because uh, the, the dude was given uh, a life in prison. So <laughs> apparently there was a little bit more to this than just the yeah, guy. Yeah, he did more than car. steal a Lambo. Yeah. Right, right. Regardless. Yeah, that's it's Guy Fieri. Does anybody really care other than the people petitioning for Columbus, Ohio to be Flavor Town? <laughs> well, dude, this is it is kind of a crazy story. Uh, he was a uh, Ferrari. Was a uh, Fieri? Is it Ferrari? Fieri. Fieri was uh, filming an episode in Chicago uh, when his uh, uh, Lamborghini broke down, so he was getting some service. Oh, I get, no, I'm sorry, I got that wrong. He was in Chicago at the same time as his uh, Lamborghini being fixed in San Francisco at a dealership. <coughs> Excuse me. When the dude rappelled down the building to the Lambo, once in the car, he cracked the window where he disarmed the alarm and then just proceeded to drive the car off the dealership. Um, everything was captured on a surveillance camera, but they weren't able to catch him for an entire year. This white witness is seeing the uh, car all over the, uh, driving over the fa famous Golden Gate Bridge. I'm reading from the thing. Uh, so apparently the, he, they spotted him all over the place doing drug rides in the car, but it took him a year to catch him. Uh, eventually they found the car in the dude's storage locker and, and, oh, see, and here at the end of the article, it says, uh, concluding the trial, the verdict was life in prison to, due to attempted murder of acquaintance and acquaintances. <laughs> so once again, that the, guy the entire sounds story like a goddamn ninja. Yeah, I know. <laughs> attempted murder of acquaintances which means you know uh couldn't mean a lot of things obviously but apparently probably ninja shit so someone discovered he was a ninja and stealing the uh, car and they were gonna <laughs> decided to, to turn him in and he had to try to kill them uh but fucking a dude but it is weird that the story is like that you know uh they, the lead on the stealing the, the lambo is kind of uh bullshit because that has nothing to do with him going to jail for the rest of his life or very little anyways yeah, the the headline didn't really match the story there. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, I should start reading those things. I I was just rolling through a Yahoo, and I wanted to make sure we talked about that one, so I popped a, it into a like another tab, and never got around to reading it. <laughs> one second, I got sneeze. <coughs> Wait, <coughs> damn it! <coughs> I was trying to reach the mute button to stop that, but I was sneezing too hard. <laughs> Jesus, Jay. Ah, oh, sorry. Maybe I'm allergic You're to my right dog there, or pal? something. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm better. Ooh, that kind of woke me up a little bit. <laughs> uh, let's see. What else you got, sir? Um, well, here's here's some awesome fake news. What's that, sir? Uh, they were testing uh, AWS facial recognition, so the Amazon Web Services, mm -hmm. and it misidentified over 100 politicians as being criminals. <laughs> Are you sure? Are you sure that was a mistake? Well, that's what I'm saying. This is fake news. <laughs> every goddamn last one of them are a fucking criminal yeah but this is another study where it shows that this facial recognition shit doesn't work hmm. see the problem is it doesn't it doesn't uh obviously it's not accurate enough to rely on the machine to make the decisions but it it is accurate enough to use that to narrow down the field you know it's not like the machine goes okay it's this guy they look at it and go yep bring that guy in they have other sources and shit like that. That's just, you know, like if... Uh, Sometimes that poor guy in Detroit 
sure got fucked. Right. I mean, but you see what I'm saying? I mean, I think it still could be useful as a tool. You just have to have human interaction with it to, you know, because the, the facial recognition means you have a picture in the first place, right? Well, yeah, but that's the problem is they're pulling pictures from fucking everywhere. So, like, yeah, the population they're comparing it against is, like, just ridiculous. So you end up with the issues like that de poor Detroit dude. Right, right. But I see, but I, I guess I need to do more research into the technology before I have for more of a, of an opinion. But from what I understood, the way the technology worked is you had a picture of the person you were looking for, and then facial recognition technology would find it in other places to help you figure out who the dude is. Right? Is that yeah, is that perfect world? That's how. It just, okay, so it, in that case, I I'm for the technology as long as you actually have a human going. You know, because let's say the the facial recognition pops up three people. Obviously, two of them are going to be wrong. Uh, but it takes a human to look at the picture and compare it and to at least go, you know, there's no way it could be that guy. There's no way that it could be that guy. Okay, it might be that guy. So at least, let's at least investigate into the guy as opposed to, yep, that's, that's him. Let's go get him. Uh, you know, no knock warrant. So, so yeah, I you're think putting way too much faith into, into people being good at their jobs. Right, but... I mean, but you see where I'm coming from? I, I think it, it it could be useful technology uh, to track down people in this digital age because uh, crime changes and technology advances. And, and at one point, you know, you have to just accept it and just make sure that it works well and works with what uh, how you intended it to. Yeah, I think the big problem, though, is it's pretty much getting outlawed everywhere right now. So it's uh, even with it being a thing, it's really not going to be a thing. Right, right. I think that's a case of people being scared of technology that they don't quite understand. Uh, but it is what it is. Uh, certainly my one voice is not going to change anything about it. Well, I think part of it is just the privacy concern of where they're getting their databases. Yeah, that's true. Because uh, they, they could run that right now and you could pop up and you have nothing to do with anything. And all of a sudden they're knocking on your door because they think you knocked over a Little Caesars. <laughs> shit um no you're right that's probably for the best uh but i'm always it's hard for me to let something like that go because i'm almost always for technology uh, advanced technology advancement advances a civilization that's just how it fucking works uh you know then don't you can't tell me oh we were back better way back in the 1800s before all this technology or or even in the 50s or 60s before all this technology yeah, uh, of course, technology is going to have side effects that you're not going to anticipate, but you can't convince me of anything except for technology making the world a better place overall. Yeah, there are problems, though, like privacy concerns and the whole mm -hmm. and the whole thing where they're trying to get like cell phone companies to build in fucking decryption and shit like that. It's just uh, that's a slippery slope. Oh, certainly. It, it certainly does need to be regulated uh, in some way, shape, or form to make sure that you know, it's not used improperly. Uh, but God damn it, I just love technology. Every day there's something new that comes out where I'm like, oh, that's fucking awesome. Uh, I've always been like a science person. Um, not, I don't know a lot about fucking science, but I enjoy it. Like I've always read a lot of science fiction. So uh, technology fa fa uh, fascinates me. And I definitely uh, would not want to see it uh, throttled too much through regulation. I don't think it's really getting throttled other than the like the misuse and bullshit side of it.
Yeah. So yeah, I'd say hopefully that that's uh, remains that way. Um, so, uh, what else you got boss? Uh, so did you see, uh, coming up in the, uh, the new school year here that ice just came out with a fucking statement saying that any foreign students that are here and their colleges are doing, uh, remote classes, they are basically lined up to get deported. They have to leave the country. Oh, what way were say that again? I got distracted. Repeat that headline. So foreign students that have been here uh, going to college in the in the U.S., if their college in the, uh, the fall term is going to be remote only, which a lot of colleges are, are doing, they have to leave the country or find another college that offers in-person classes. Wow. Um, <clears throat> that doesn't seem to make a lot of sense. If that's all that's available at the college that they have their scholarship at or, or whatever, um, that doesn't seem fair. I mean, we were, go we were okay with them being here for college in the first place, just being on, being online shouldn't seem to make any difference. Yeah, this is, this is what it is right now, right? Like we just canceled basically all the visas for the rest of the year for like all of the, uh, the business visas, like your H1B and those sort of things. And yeah, now like, uh, and so number one, they're not going to issue any visas for any foreign, um, any foreign students that would be coming to the U S for the fall semester, if it's not going to be in person. And then for anybody that's already here, uh, students already in the U.S. under those programs who are planning to attend colleges or universities that will offer online-only classes this fall will need to transfer to other schools providing in-person instructions, instruction, depart the country, or face potential deportation. Oh, man, and <clears throat> that's bullshit, really. And it's not just like a little haystack or hayseed or whatever you want to call it colleges out in the middle of nowhere or the smaller colleges that aren't, they're only doing online, uh, only I saw today that Harvard is only doing online only for their fall semester, for which the by the way, price, which yeah, is you saw that too. Yeah. For the yeah. exact same price, but which is some bullshit, but I, you, they basically, they've got them by the balls, you know, uh, who's going to, say who's going to say you know oh, i decided not to go to harvard because they charged too much for their online classes you know getting into harvard is most of these people's dream up to that point so they're I, i'm sure harvard is right when they think that they're not going to lose any business doing that well yeah and this one just seems super short-sighted to me like i can understand people that are against illegal immigration but like these are the people coming here spending tens if not hundreds of thousands thousands of dollars on education and like these are going to be like your upper class like positions yeah 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 so these like, are the people what, that you want why are you trying yeah why are you trying to dissuade them yeah exactly that's you know immigration is good people don't seem to understand that you want the best and brightest to come to your country that's fucking awesome <laughs> you know uh America should be proud of the fact that they steal all the good people from fucking other countries. Holy shit. You know, who cares what country they came from is if they're, if they're intelligent and hardworking, why the fuck wouldn't you want them in your country? Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. And this one just seems super short-sighted. So I, yeah, I saw that, saw that headline. And I was just kind of like, what, what the fuck? Why? Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. Ah, uh, shit. 
Ah, uh, wow. Oh, wow. My, uh, my stepmom just sent me a picture of uh, my dad's Harley from the 60s. Uh, today is the day my dad passed away, back in 2007. <clears throat> so my, uh, my stepmom has been sending me uh, various pictures over the course of the day. And I'd seen a picture of this car, of this bike, motorcycle before. So I knew that he'd modified it. It had a, like a long rake on the uh, front, uh, um, what do you call that, axle? No, no, that's not what they're called. Uh, you know, the, the bars that go that go down to the wheel. And I knew it had a pot plant uh, painted on the side of the, uh, a pot leaf rather, painted on the side of the uh, gas tank. Uh, she said that my, these other pictures have let me see there's something I hadn't seen before. On the top of the tank is what looks to be some medieval naked dude and a medieval naked chick with a skull mask on and with, with a moon behind him and, and holy, sitting on like possibly is the uh, hip bones of fucking it's fucking crazy holy shit <laughs> i'll have to share this on the uh, thread after the show's over because uh, it's fucking badass that was random sorry i know she just she just literally just sent it to me like four seconds ago and i clicked on it while you were speaking so i was like oh oh fuck me <laughs> so but anyways uh what else you got sir um, another thing, so this one is like the most Kentucky thing I think I've ever heard. Uh, but did you hear about the father and son in uh, Kentucky that decided they were going to arm wrestle and the son just kept beating the father? So, mm-hmm. of course, it got drug out into a fist fight. It <laughs> went upstairs. The father started shooting the fucking roof or the ceiling. And it ended up being a multi-hour standoff with cops. Wee! Holy shit. I'm assuming there was alcohol or some other uh, drug involved. I mean, God, I hope so at that point, really. Right? Yeah, so the actual kind of headline part of it. Uh, so this dad was intoxicated when he challenged his son to an arm wrestling competition. The son then just kept beating the shit out of the father. And the father, of course got into the physical altercation with the kid then grabbed a gun and as the kid was going upstairs he you know fired two shots into the ceiling <laughs> well shit see uh there'd be not a chance in hell i would ever be able to beat my dad in arm wrestling my dad was a large fellow i'm a tall person there's a difference between tall and large my uh, i'm six seven and if i'm on a good day right now i weigh about 185 uh my dad was six nine and on a good day weighed about 300 pounds so a little bit over so it's so not even the same realm of like size when it comes to that. So I can't imagine beating the dude in an arm wrestling match. Well, I mean now, obviously, but not back then. Well, yeah, I'm hoping you could beat a dead person, but I don't yeah, know yeah. if I'm betting on you against any, you know, alive person. <laughs> I'm sure there's a couple I could beat, but I would never arm wrestle. I've seen way too many of those arm wrestling arm break shit on YouTube videos. I, I can't imagine. I didn't know how common it was. Holy shit. I don't think you could generate enough force to break your arm, though, Jay. <laughs> well, it doesn't take much. You never know. I, you know, I got these hollow bird arms and bird bones for for my skeleton and shit. Well, then, yeah, then then maybe you would just, you know, break right in half. <laughs> the reason I say that is because uh, I have uh, one of those. Uh, scales that are supposedly able to give you all kind of types of stats just by running like an electrical current through you to guesstimate all these different shit. Um, and some of the stuff is probably fairly accurate. Some of it I know is just off 
by a fuck ton because there's no possible way that that can be correct. Uh, and one of those is bone masks. It will t- give you supposedly how much your bones weigh. And despite the fact that I weighed like 183 this morning, it says my bone mass is 7.7 pounds. <laughs> Which, if you go ahead and Google how much the average person's skeleton weighs, I think that's about half of it. <laughs> so either I have hollow bird bones or that the fucking scale's not that accurate. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go if the scale is not accurate at all. And yeah, you probably <laughs> also have bone density issues. I used to drink a lot of milk uh, at one point. I, I liked it. Uh, I still do. It's just you know, I don't drink that much of it anymore because I'm lactose intolerant. And uh, I have a little bit... Uh, like I have a bowl of cereal every once in a while, uh, cornflakes, because I can eat that with my stomach issues. Uh, and I use lactate-free uh, milk, so I don't have any issues with it. But lactate-free milk is, by the way, fucking expensive as fuck. <laughs> like a half a gallon is like five bucks. Yeah, I wouldn't. I don't. I can't even remember the last time I truly had milk. Yeah, it's. I, I, I used to. I used to be a big fan of, of sweets. Um, so. Um, which milk goes great with. So at one point before I was uh, trying to eat healthier or anything like that, when I was turning myself skinny fat, I'd eat like a half a bag of fucking Oreos and a glass of milk every night before I went to bed. Uh, and, uh, and that went back for fucking decades. That was always my thing and my treat to, before I went to bed, um, which is obviously a bad time to eat it anyways. Uh, so, but now that I don't drink milk anymore and I don't eat sweets, it's a little, Excuse me, now that I don't eat sweets at all anymore, it's very rare that I drink milk other than just a little bit in some cereal. Yeah, that sounds awesome, Jay. <laughs> well, okay, in that case, what else you got? Well, I, I think the other big thing, um, so it sounds like Masvidal and Usman both passed their tests, and they are Woo-hoo! off to Abu Dhabi. Shit's going down on Saturday. Wow, that's... Uh... That's fucking awesome, actually. Uh, I, I heard that he signed a uh, new multi-fight deal. Masvidal, yeah. So they they talked to him. Apparently, like obviously, they were pretty far apart prior to this. And I think kind of the the concessions that were made is they gave him a, a much bigger chunk of pay per view, which uh, makes sense because I mean the guy sells fights, right? So like he's yeah. betting on himself, and he's been betting on himself, so. Hey, it all worked out. Yeah, and I think... (coughs) Excuse me. And I think that is one of the fairest ways, and I think uh, that the UFC can handle the money issue, and I I think it's something that they should do way more often. People should get pay-per-view points. Oh, I think almost every fucking fighter should. It should just be a different percentage. You know, like, and, and that percentage should go up as, you know, as you become more popular and, you know, and as you move up the ranks. So I don't think someone's just, uh, what, I, what the big guys get? I think it's like a dollar for each pay-per-view or some shit like that. Yeah, I don't know exactly what they're getting. It'd be a percentage, so it's not like a fixed dollar amount. Oh, I thought it was like a dollar amount uh, of uh, each pay-per-view. No, it would be percentage points. Huh, okay. Well, I, that's, but that would be a great way to do it because... You know, if you're popular, you bring in the, the people and you get paid for it. If you're not, well, then you don't get paid as much. Uh, and of course, there are problems with that, uh, you know, doing it that way as you could be a popular fighter on a card with a whole bunch of fucking nobodies and it brings down your value because no matter how good you are, you're only going to bring in so much by yourself and, and vice versa. Like someone not popular could get lucky on a good card and make a lot of money that way. 
Yeah, they need to do something about fighter pay. Like, I don't know what exactly it looks like, but the revenue split of the UFC and the fighters is fucking terrible. Yeah, and that's too, too. God, sorry guys. Uh, I'll try not to smoke as much tomorrow. <laughs> uh, and that seems to be the problem because that's the one thing that the UFC does not really want to touch is the revenue split. You know, they just want to do it the the old fashioned way of just con you know individual contracts and not have because it. it's not like the UFC. I don't think picks a a certain amount of money that they can uh, use for this. You know, out of revenue, I think they just try to get every contract as low as they can, and that the split ends up being that percentage just by by what it is. Well, they'll have yearly targets of where they want it to come in at. They'd be tracking it throughout the year as far as offers they make to people. Yeah, they oh. always want to screw people over and get the absolute, you know, most out of somebody for the absolute least. But, I mean, those are metrics they are tracking. Mm. <laughs> so, if they increase that, how do you think that would work? Do you think they would sign more people or just offer to people that they have more money? Uh, they already have enough fighters under contract. Like, there are a shit ton of fighters under UFC contracts, so, like, you don't need to bring in more fighters. Really, all it is is you're increasing how much you're paying out at each event. Hmm. I wonder, uh, I think for one thing that should, you're, and, and you're right, I think one way that would fix it is to increase uh, some of the lower tiers, because the people that are making half a million a fight, you know, uh, should they be making more money? Yeah, but... They're doing okay. Uh, I the ones I hate seeing are people that are making five, five and five, ten and ten, twenty and twenty. Fucking, that's no way to fucking live. You you well, I mean, you're, bar you're barely able to get three fights a year if you're lucky. Yeah, it sucks for those people, but also you can't you can't just only increase their pay and say the guy making a million dollar a fight is fine. Like he's bringing in more value than he's getting from his contract. Right, that's true. Oh, look, we've got a caller. I'm sure this is going to go fabulous. <laughs> Hello, caller. What can we do for you today? Yeah, let's go, party. Woo! <laughs> Get this show going, boys. Come on, what the fuck? You know? Step it up. Okay. Listen to the fans. <laughs> that is fucking fire, dude. I'm converted. What do you, th what do you think, Dalton? It's fucking terrible. <laughs> All right. Sorry. He's, you were voted down. <laughs> Shit. What were we talking about? A simulating. I couldn't get enough of it. Yeah, that... Uh, I already have a headache from getting hit by a car, but that may have been worse. <laughs> what were we talking about again? I truly have lost track. Fighter pay. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah, Did yeah, yeah. No uh, well, more smoking. Think... No, God you're right. Damn. Um... <clears throat> Well, I think the way it should work really is obviously everybody should make more money, but I think more the the percentage why should be go more toward the lower people than the higher people. You can't just give the lower people a raise and not give the higher people a raise. Obviously, they wouldn't put up with it and it wouldn't be fair. But percentage wise, like if you gave all the top guys a twenty percent raise, you should give the bottom guys like a fifty percent raise. You know, they still wouldn't be making anywhere near the top guys, but there has to be a, a higher minimum it's just it's ridiculous that professional athletes are barely making enough to get by and at the very lowest level they most of them have to have fucking jobs well he, and here's the absolute craziest thing so also in the news today pat mahomes the quarterback of the kansas city chiefs he just signed his new contract oh 10 years he, mm -hmm. 400 million dollars 
See, Jesus fucking Christ. Come on, right? Yeah. 10 years, 400. So he's going to make $40 million a year for the next 10 years. Yep. And obviously I know NFL contracts are not guarantees and there's all kinds of, you have to do this and you have to do that. So he might not end up making all that $400 million, but he, at least he has the potential to, you know, uh, and MMA fighters have no chance to make that type of money. Really? Uh, even the best guys out there are making five or 10 million a year. You think, uh, other than McGregor, because he's kind of an outlier when he was at being his at his most active, like John Jones. How much do you think John Jones makes a year when he's not fucking it up? I mean, if he's fighting three times a year between what he's actually making in the cage and then the rest of the, the money that kind of flows from that, mm -hmm. as far as like sponsorships and shit like that, I mean, he's probably making, you know, 15 million a year or something like that. Uh, see, okay. So, and I think part of the problem for me is I think most professional uh, athletes are overpaid. There's no way that some dude should be making $40 million a year to be at the quarterback at football. Um, but that's but, supply and demand, Jay. Right, right. Supply and demand. People buy the tickets. People watch it on TV. There's a reason that just the rights for a TV station to show NFL games is multi-billion dollars a year. Right. That's true. I guess that's, you know, uh, that's fair enough. So I, it just amazes me. That's how much they make for that sort of thing. Uh, and I'll, it's not just the NFL, obviously, uh, NBA and the, uh, um, God, baseball and to a lesser extent hockey, although they don't have this type of mega contracts. The other sports have, uh, they all just make fucking ridiculous amounts of money. Uh, on one hand, I think it's silly. On the other hand, these are people that have dedicated their entire life to a sport. It's not like uh, it's not like they woke up one morning and said, ah, I think I'll be a professional baseball player. These are people that, you know, did this shit from when they were kids on and their entire goal for this entire, th you know, the entire time they were growing up was to do what they're doing now. So I guess I can't begrudge that they make a shitload of money at it, really. Well, and again, it shows you like just that contract by itself shows you why MMA still does not get the best athletes. Like, yeah, even remotely. No, exactly, and that's what, why uh, I want to see them make more money because uh, it's certainly better than it used to be. You get people. See, the uh, biggest difference between old school MMA and new school MMA, I, I thought, was the fact that you get people that dedicate the side at the age of like 14 or 15 or maybe even younger that they want to do MMA and, and then train in MMA as opposed to people that were in one sport or fighting discipline or another and then you know suddenly just started doing MMA um, just because of that the skill level and athleticism and all that has went up considerably in MMA compared to old school uh, but you don't have the incentive of big money to get the people that are already athletic and stuff to do that instead of the other sports. Right. You're getting the cast offs of the other sports, the guys that weren't going to make it in football or basketball or baseball or hockey or right. curling or, you know, whatever else. <laughs> right. And you know, I'm sure there's a percentage that are in MMA that could do those other things, but that was the sport that they chose, but that's a pretty low percentage. I would assume. I can't think of any MMA fighter ever that could walk into the NFL or the NBA or any real like professional sport that, <coughs> that makes money. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Um, 
You're probably right. The uh, upper weight limit cuts off a lot of people that would be in, in consideration, I would think. Um, <coughs> you know, just because you, there's no really big people in the UFC at all, because of the weight limit, you, the possibility of some of those positions just don't exist. You, there's nobody in UFC that could be like, you know, a, a linebacker because there's not a fucking person in the entire UFC that's big enough to be a linebacker. Well, no, because, I mean, you take your average linebackers, you're probably looking generally around like 230, 240, so that would be your heavyweights. Oh, so it was it the defensive ones that are really big ones? Yeah, it would be your offense and defensive line or generally your 300-pounders. Yeah, that's what I was referring to. You know, um, and those are nearly nobody... the most athletic guys out on the field. No, like I would imagine position that. guys are like generally, you know, your... I'd say like 180 to like 240. That's kind of your oh. sweet spot weight-wise. Oh, which is of course the entire uh, you know middleweight, light heavyweight, heavyweight division, really. Right. Which is why that always fucking sucks. Although at one point, light heavyweight seemed like it was a pretty talented group, but but that just went the fuck away. Well, it was always just super top-heavy. There was always just like a few guys that were fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's, I suppose that's true. Um, clearly, as you get into the lower weights, you see a lot more athleticism and things like that because there are people that never had the opportunity to even think about doing the other sports. So these are the guys that did do mar- mixed martial arts from a young age for the most part. Um, yeah, like and- when you start looking at like 155 and below, like those are going to be some of the like, like quote unquote super athletes. Those are going to be the guys that at that size are super athletic. And that's why, I mean, a lot of those fights are fucking great to watch. Yep. Yep. Oh, we have another caller. All right. Let's see how this goes. Well, hello, the last John. What can we do for you today? No, yeah, no. No, I'm not feeling it. I mean, it, I, can, I can, I can respect the master P, but yeah, the the whole just, yeah. All right. <laughs> uh shit. What else you got, boss? Yeah, that's about all I had. What do you got there, Jay? Well, shit. That was pretty much all I had. Let me look to the mighty Yahoo. Uh, do do do. Chris Hemsworth. Damn, Jay, you had all day. You're in the middle of two straight days off. Yeah, that's fucking Get awesome. Get shit together. <laughs> uh, I see another article about Chris Hemsworth putting on. Oh, we we didn't talk about this yesterday. Uh, I talked about it the day before. Did you hear that Chris Hemsworth's doing the uh, Hulk Hogan biopic? I don't know how they're going to pull that one off. Well, he said it's like, going to be his most not that build. Well, he says it's going to be his most physically insane training for it ever, and he's going to be putting on a more bulk for uh, uh, the for the role. So yeah, he, he and doesn't he was, have like that build though, because like Hogan was never like he was never really super like jacked. He was just kind of thick. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're saying. Uh yeah, I, well that they might just be able to that's the best that they're gonna do. So um height wise, he's not as tall as Hogan, but he's not so much, much shorter than him that it'll make it weird looking. Um, and he obviously is a big dude, uh, just more like, like you said, he looks more naturally big as opposed to just fucking steroid big. Although I'm sure he does steroids. He just used a different type than Hogan used to. Well, no, they're just different body types. Like, 
yeah, I, I don't see that being, I, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't see him pulling off a super convincing Hulk Hogan. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that's, uh, I don't know. It could be good. Uh, acting wise, he's good. It's just, uh, you're right. The physical appearance might not be close enough to make it believable. But it'll be fun to watch, I guess. He's a good actor. That, I don't know how he's going to pull off the like crazy, like Coke inspired, like <laughs> 80s fucking promos. Of, uh, let me tell you something, brother. That was when I was a kid. So that, I was into uh, pro wrestling for a brief period. I think all kids are at one point. It's what, the only question is if you grow out of it, grow out of it or not. Um, and my liking in wrestling was like in the Hulk Hogan, Macho Man, you know, Brutus to Barber Beefcakes, Jake the Snake, uh, all that kind of shit. Um, uh, which people tell me is was the golden era of uh, professional wrestling. Uh, I don't watch it anymore, but people say it's not nearly as good anymore. Yeah, uh, so from what I watch, like once or twice a year, it, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of shit. Oh, what's the odds that Zippo Man seventy six isn't going to be playing music for us? Hello, caller. What can we do for you today? Uh, I guess we're done with callers for today. <laughs> you know what, Jay? Oh, we're done with the show. We find here. No, we're, think so? we're done with the show. This is just fucking stupid at that point. <laughs> we got five more minutes, man. We can do five more minutes. All right. Let's see, well, for, we for once, it's me. For once, it's me trying to finish the show instead of you. Uh, let's see what else we got here on the old Yahoo. Uh, do, 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 do. God, it's always so much political stuff. We talked about that before, how everything has their own slant to it, despite the fact they're supposed to be impartial news. Um, <laughs> uh, did you see any detail? I wanted to ask if you had any details about uh, the signing for Mastival. I said it was a multi-fight deal. Did they say anything about how many fights or anything like that? No, they never. I think the UFC kind of directs people not to talk about how much they're making. Ah, uh, that wouldn't surprise me. That's pretty much how it's done at almost every business. You're not really supposed to talk about your pay and all that good shit. Uh, well, they I say know he... that, but like, there's nothing keeping you from doing that, especially like in jobs. That's something that like they always say that you're not supposed to say how much you pay to like or how much you're paid to like other people that work there. It's just because they they fuck people over. But if people actually discussed it. You'd have people like, okay, what the fuck. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I'm sorry. I got stunned by, by a uh, headline. Uh, Shia LaBeouf gets a real whole chest tattoo for new movie role. Yeah, he's uh, not right in the head. He's a good actor, but I think there's, I think he's got issues. Oh, uh, and this, and this is Yahoo news. So I'm assuming it's real. He got a fucking full on like Vato fucking tattoo. Uh, holy shit. It looks like, like the mother Mary or something, uh, uh, fucking um cradling a clown baby or some shit dude look this up it's definitely something you should see there's something wrong with that dude yeah i i heard rumors like, like he got a, a tooth pulled uh for the movie he was in fury i don't know why but yeah just for his part of the process or some shit like that and i i can't i gotta hope all these tattoos aren't real i hope it's just the chest tattoo because he's got like one of two of his fingers tattooed and some shit on his arm uh, there's, it's ridiculous, dude. Yeah, did you find it yet? No, I'm not even going to look. I will, I will <laughs> find it later. Right on. Yeah. It's but, fucking crazy. Talk. Yeah. He's, he's done all sorts of crazy shit though. 
Yeah, he did have the funnest scheme of uh, capture the flag ever created. I thought that was fucking awesome. What was that? Oh, shit, you never heard of that shit? Oh, God. Okay, this is a good thing to finish the show with. Um, at one point, uh, Shia LaBeouf was protesting Trump. So, like, uh, he... Uh, I'm going to get the details are wrong, but he printed out a flag that said something like, he will not divide us, and, and hung it someplace. Um, and apparently he got shit with it, and someone tried to steal it, so he put it someplace else. And at this point, the people in 4chan uh, got involved and decided that that was going to be their thing. So he kept on moving at places and people would find out where it was and steal it. So he ends up fucking hanging it someplace in the middle of nowhere with a webcam on it and broadcasts it 24 seven to protest. Well, the fucking crazy idiots at 4chan fucking figured out where it was by stuff like watching the weather, the uh, weather, um, like plane traffic going by and a whole bunch of other shit. So they figured out where they thought it might be, where it might be. They found someone that was a 4chaner in the area, had him start driving around, honking his horn, and eventually they heard the horn on the fucking webcam and figured out where it fucking was, and they came and stole it. Why? (laughs) I don't know why, but I thought you... (laughs) Uh, But I figured, why not? Oh, we got the juicer calling in. I'm going to let him call, man. Um... I don't know why, just because it was funny, I guess. And I think uh, I could be wrong, but I think they possibly. And apparently, they he they did it again someplace else. Although I'm not, I'd have to look up the details and see which one it was. Uh, but this, so they did this several times before LaBeouf just gave up on fucking trying to hang the flag up. And I thought it was fucking hilarious. Like, what if? Those 4chan people like actually did something worthwhile. I know, isn't it crazy? They do all this crazy shit. They they have such big influence on the world as a group. The entire fucking you know okay thing is a racist symbol. Basically, came from them because they thought it'd be funny to promote it as such. Somebody needs to go to like 4chan and tell them that cancer called them stupid little faggots. <laughs> that pretty much take care of it, I think. Uh, shit. All right, folks. They'll figure, I think they'll figure that shit out up. after like three days. Number one, yeah. I mean, they'll start by ordering pizza to cancer, but that's not really going to work. <laughs> but then the really crazy fuckers, they'll get on board. Yes, they certainly will. Uh, <clears throat> oh, excuse me. All right. I think that's probably a good enough show. Uh, I apologize for uh, not being on my aim game, folks, today. Uh, I'll try to do better tomorrow. Uh, I want to thank the OG Army for showing up. Uh, I always appreciate it. We can't do the show without you. Also can't do the show without my partner, Big Dalton. Uh, what you got there, Big Dalton? Uh, so, really, only one thing today. Actually, no, we'll go to. <laughs> what the fuck with, like, people from our own show trolling our own show? Like, really, guys? Who knows who all these people are at this point? Uh, I've kind of lost track. What else you got, boss? Other than that, uh, really the only other thing to, to add before I take some uh, some nighttime CBD pills and hopefully fall asleep at some point. Fuck all y'all. <laughs> Everyone have a great night. We'll see you tomorrow at 6. Bye-bye.